1: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
0: Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's
1: professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J. Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the king of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro.
0: Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowan.
1: Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowan is, Vote the Raven. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Talk Podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell and I am joined by randall Dandel randy andy Datsun.
0: Hello, Pete. That was Hi. a seamless introduction. It was perfect. It's because you're feeling so good today, isn't it? I'm so on top of the world, mate. Mm. Uh, coming up on today's
1: show, we're going to obviously be re- reviewing SmackDown and that Goldberg return. How about that? Uh, the main talking point we're actually going to be talking about is should Paul Heyman actually take control of SmackDown? Uh, So we're going to be talking about that and the rest of Smackdown and then obviously the outro later when we're going to be going through an email and doing some stuff. This is a great intro. Here's the show. (laughs) Let's talk about Paul Heyman. Mm. Because uh, SmackDown has been really,
0: really repetitive and really, really boring for about like a month and a half now. I want to say. I would say ever since I started doing these, yes. I think they're doing it as a as an insult to me, as a, a much, slight yeah. on my character. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been incredibly dull yes. and repetitive. You yes. could have said what happened on the f- on this episode of SmackDown, and you would have been right for the last eight episodes of SmackDown.
1: Yeah. So there's obviously been a few changes in mm. that, like. But like the general template of the show is the same because the feuds seemingly never end, ever. Mm. Shorty G and Seamus are still going. King Corbin and Roman Reigns are still going despite their feud finishing twice. Yeah, it's like,
0: it's it's literally like the Lord of the Rings ending. It's like you you go, oh, it's the end. Oh, no, 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 no. Still going, still going. Okay, that's the end. Oh, Frodo's going to, uh, right, okay. And that's the end. Okay, it actually is the end. So I'm hoping that this... Actually is the end and because I'm saying it is actually going to be the end because you you just predict I mean you're rubbish at predictions. I so, am rubbish at predictions. Uh, I reckon Super Showdown will be the last one because then Reigns will start his feud with the fiend the fiend mm-hmm. once Hopefully the fiend beats Goldberg <laughs> We'll
1: talk about that later on in the show as well mm. So you've got those two feuds that are carrying on you've got uh, The New Day Morrison and Miz feud which admittedly is a relatively new thing yes. That feud that's going on, um, which carried on this week. You've got, admittedly, the women's feud stopped at Royal Rumble, which is nice. Lacey yeah. Evans <laughs> and, and Bailey. <laughs> She's gone now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they came up with a new number one contender for this show, which is good. That's that's one thing yeah. that is different on this show. Otis and
0: Mandy still going Otis donated, and Mandy still going. Like rabbits.
1: So you can generally plan out the entire template of a Smackdown and go, this is gonna be a segment with these two mm. people in it. This is gonna be a segment with these two people in it. The Usos and Rudin and Ziggler are still feuding for some reason. Yes. So there's, there's so many different parts of this show that feel like it's the same show every week. Mm. But then you contrast that with what's happening on Raw, and they have, especially since the Rumble, have just been killing it. They've been doing really good shows, stuff with Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins, or sorry, Murphy and Seth Rollins, now winning the Tag Team Championships and their little stable and the Monday Night Messiah. And you have the storyline with Edge coming back and Mm. Randy Orton putting him on the shelf, which was an amazing angle to do. Like, his heel turn, his promo the following week was amazing. All these awesome stories on Raw, and then you've got... (laughs) Dog food on Smackdown. Yes. It, it's just such I you a were, contrast. I thought you were going to
0: say something else there, Pete, and I have to, have to say.
1: Dog food. Yes. And the thing that comes out of the dog after it's had the yes. food. That too, that's also last a Smackdown. last week looked like that.
0: That's true. Um, the thing that I've found is that they always say, right, Paul Heyman's got his five favourite guys and mm-hmm. he's going to push them. And that doesn't mean he's pushing them in the same feud. That means there are five possible feuds got a fade five. But then there are still other people like, I mean Randy Orton's not his favourite and Edge isn't his favourite, but they can still do their thing. But he's got Humberto Carrillo, mm-hmm. who's kind of just fighting anyone who looks a bit like Andrade. <laughs> <now>. uh, <laughs> got it's Drew the Martino Mackin- Drew McIntyre, who won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Buddy M- M- Murphy, Murphy, if you haven't seen, Buddy Murphy is now just called Murphy, mm-hmm. check out the news later. Murphy, um, who are the other two, uh, and Alistair Black, who's Aleister kind of Black. just winning a lot. And Ricochet. And Ricochet who is facing facing Brock Lesnar. And you've got these five guys and you're pushing all of them in separate things. I know Raw is an hour longer so you've got more time to Mm -hmm. do this. But if Bruce Prichard who is I guess running Smackdown kind of Supposedly. Just had some people who he was really behind that weren't Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns all the time. Then it would feel so much different in a big, there's like different feuds coming out of the shows, and, but it's, there was, it, it feels like in Raw, there was, all, there was like a semi-hard reset. Mm-hmm. So you have all the feuds finish at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then you go, right, okay, now we're gonna look at the, the next kind of chapter up to WrestleMania. Yeah. The SmackDown, it's gone, right, Royal Rumble's done. Uh, should, we just, should we just do that again? control I me. mean, People are still watching. Yeah, which is the annoying thing.
1: I don't know why people are still watching the same show every week, but yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's such... This wouldn't be as bad if Raw wasn't as good. Mm. Because Raw is so good, they have the capability to do these really cool kinds of shows. Because mm. this is the same company. You can have different people running the show, or whatever you want to say about it, mm. but this is the same company. They have the power to put on really good shows, and they're just choosing not to do it, which I, I, I just don't get. I just don't get it at all. And I think if Heyman took control of SmackDown, we might see the occasional cucking angle because that's yes. what he really likes. That's the, issue. But, that's you, the issue. but we'd also see people like Mustafa Ali get some time on TV. We'd see yep. Shinsuke Nakamura be treated as a legitimate competitor. Cesaro. Cesaro. People like that would actually get pushed under Heyman. And it's not just that they're... I wouldn't it, want to be pushed under Heyman. Well, yeah, true. heavy. Um heavy. But, but it's not even just that these people are getting pushed. It's that they're getting pushed in the right way. Yes. They're getting pushed in relation to where their character is and they're getting pushed to an appropriate level of popularity. Yeah. There's
0: a mid-card heel, Buddy Murphy. 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 Murphy, Murphy, Murphy. There's a mid-card heel, Murphy, mm-hmm. who has been kind of, who's losing, 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 and, so, and then he thought, okay, well, you'll use his losses to spur him onto greater things. He's mm-hmm. going to join Seth Rollins. That's how you book a mid-card heel. Yeah. And then you've got Baron Corbin on Smackdown, who's just, he's here, he's here, he's here, he's doing everything, he's doing everything, he's doing everything, he's doing everything. He's in every single segment. Even when it's like, here's Goldberg. Ha, joking, it's Baron it's, it's Corbin. Corbin. Um, God. theres they're, they're, they're pretty much, I wouldn't say the same character, but they have the same standing on their roster. They are a mid, mid upper mid-card heel. Yeah. And they're doing completely different things. And I like yeah. one of them. And I don't like the other one (laughs) yeah, for really obvious reasons. And we're not saying that you should make a heel stable with Mm. a
1: leader figure and Baron Corbin should have lackeys, because that's exactly what he's been doing the whole time. It really works for Seth Rollins and his character and the faction he's got in Raw. It really doesn't work for Baron Corbin. And we know that from experience. Mm. And it's always, whenever Baron Corbin's feuding with someone, they always treat it like they need to have multiple heels ganging up on a singular babyface, instead of just having a really good booked heel against a good booked babyface. It's always got to be numbers game of the heels against them, And it's just infuriating to see the same story pan out on every single segment, because you have it with Corbin and his Corbin followers. And then you have it in this segment as well with Zayn and Cesaro and Nakamura. And then now the Revival are involved yeah. with them too. And it's just, and it's always the same story on SmackDown. Just change things up a bit.
0: It's, and it's not to say that there's nothing good on SmackDown. No. Because you've got Daniel Bryan, which is great. You've got He's the fiend, great. who's always great. Yeah. You've got Mandy and Otis, yeah. which Mandy and I, and a fun I story. really like. And you've got, like, it's fun that Sheamus is back. Mm. But they're just not booking him very well. No. So, there are, there are things that are good still. Yeah. Not saying you should go, well, change everything on SmackDown. We're not, we're not being that drastic. It's yeah. just like, change something on SmackDown. Yeah, just change
1: something. Don't keep it the same every week.
0: But anyway, so, so I just, yeah, bringing someone like Heyman, who s- actually seems to have a grasp of modern wrestling and what yes. fans want. I mean, giving Drew McIntyre the Rumble win was like, oh, they are listening sometimes. Yes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a surprising and shocking, and really a, well-received And it was a Heyman win. move, like yeah, totally. all the reports are that it was a complete Heyman pushed for this, pushed for this, pushed for this, and he got it, got it because that's what people wanted. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying everyone's going, I want Drew, but everyone was saying, I don't want it to be Roman again. Mm-hmm. So, and a
1: lot of people didn't know they wanted Drew to win until no. he won, Yes. like me. Mm. I didn't know I wanted Drew to win, and as soon as he won, I was like, I love it, this is perfect, this Absolutely. is exactly what I wanted. So, yeah, I I think there's a lot of things that Heyman could bring to SmackDown if he did take control of it. Now, we're not saying that that's actually going to happen. I don't think it will. Plus, if Heyman is now controlling both brands, he might not have as much time to dedicate to a certain section of people like he's doing on Raw. So it might not actually be the best move for Heyman to go on to SmackDown. But someone like him who's really good at understanding what people want and taking that into his booking on a show would be really, really good for SmackDown because SmackDown is really boring and repetitive.
0: Eric Bischoff. Not Eric Bischoff. Tony Khan.
1: Maybe Tony Khan. But I don't think that's going to happen somehow.
0: Ready to pop the question? Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: But before we get out of here, we've got to say thank you to mm. some very special people. That's our $25 and above Pledge Hammers on Patreon. You can go over to WrestleTalks Patreon and you can get a uh, the $25 tee, you can get your custom wrestling name and you get shouted out on a video like this. So thank you to He's No Jackass, Dano. Woo! Oh well done, Dano. As
0: well. Rob Steiner Recliner. Oh yes. Ross Pooper Scooper Cooper. Oh, what oh, a yes. wonderful name. Right. The redneck, Dennis Hicks. Oh yes. Never wrong, Tyler Wright. I get oh, it. Yes. Michael Plowman, that's his name. That name again is Michael Plowman. Oh, yes.
1: Great Simpsons reference.
0: Golden, Nick Holden. Ah, oh, it rhymes. It's great. He's one of a kind. Ket?
1: Ket. Ket. K-E-T. Ket. Ket. The man who wears the gold. The man recognized by SWAFT Nation International as the 24-7 champion. Our legend. Well oh, read, oh, Pete. Yes. Thank you.
0: Boke in class today. Apparently it's a Pearl Jam reference. Jeremy Smith. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Hell Jam. Dot, dot, dot. Dive. Dylan Cushetto. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. And lastly, pick him up, loot sponge. Oh, yes, pick him oh, up. I always want to pick up my loot sponge.
1: Anyway, let's get in and actually reviewing what happened on the show. Uh, we can probably speed through most of this because as we mentioned before, it's quite repetitive. Mm. Uh, but the show opened up with a Goldberg video package being like, tonight, who's next? Goldberg, etc. Uh, Which kind of gives you the impression he's gonna be there. Yeah. Live.
0: And I was At like, no point cool. during this show until I found out that he wasn't on the show. Mm. Did I think that he wasn't gonna be on the show? Exactly. It was like it was I was called him Baron Corbett. <laughs> Goldberg's gonna be on the show, and he's gonna tell you basically tell you who's next, who's next. So Et I was thinking, cetera. right, cool. Well he, that, that, that's our main event. He'll come out and go, you're next, and then the and then he'll go, and then that'll be it. Yeah, that's what that he was, does. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh,
1: but then the actual show opened up with uh, the return of the dirt sheet with John Morrison and the Miz, mm. which was cool. Uh, they came out and they did a pre-made video skit. Uh, which was a video parody of Once Upon a Time in
0: Hollywood, yes. or Once Upon a
1: Once Upon a Time on the Dirt Sheet,
0: yes. uh, which I thought
1: was really funny.
0: It was good. It was very good. I, I, I was at the start, I was like, oh. yeah. and I went, Oh, okay, mm. actually, this is quite good. But I almost couldn't concentrate because Miz Dad is back. Miz Dad is back, and he, he was so good. He's finally recovered from that Shane McMahon knee, which <laughs> broke his ribs. <laughs> Um, poor old man. Uh, but yeah, he was back and they did like proper sort of actual parody scenes from yeah. the uh, the film, which I have actually watched. I don't watch a lot of films. I haven't But I have it. watched it. It is fine. Yeah, that's what
1: I've heard yeah. also. Um, but yeah, uh, from what I have read online and from people that have actually watched the movie, it's a really very good parody, yeah. very self-referential kind of thing. Um, Lance Storm was there. Lance Storm was also in it. And uh, yeah, and Ms Dad. Who they kept calling Mr. Miz. Yes. No, his name is Miz Dad.
0: I don't think but the thing is I don't think he was ever called Miz Dad on TV. He was Ms. No, Dad no, no. for us, was he? He's Miz Dad. That's okay. that's that's canon.
1: That's his only Bird name. Raptor. Um, Dad. Uh, but then after that they're saying that they're great and we're gonna win yeah. over the New Day or something. And uh, New Day come out. And they cut their own form of comedy. Give, well, Biggie gives everyone popcorn,
0: which is the Lynch ultimate babyface move. quite funny.
1: Uh, Biggie grabs his microphone from inside Kofi's popcorn tub, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, he- I didn't see that. Hilarious. That's <laughs> Kofi, yeah, Kofi just came out and started cutting a promo, and then Biggie went to go talk, and he was like, just reaches inside Kobe's popcorn (laughs) and gets out the microphone, which I thought was just a stupid little funny thing. Um, But then this brings out uh, the Usos, because Miz and Morrison were saying that they've beaten all the tag teams on SmackDown, Mm. and the Usos come out and they go, well,
0: you haven't beaten us. And I thought... Welcome
1: to the Uso penitentiary. I
0: thought, like, great, Usos against Miz and Morrison. I was thinking, finally, the Usos are are away from Mm -hmm. Ziggler and Rude. Rude and Ziggler, thank God. Little did I know, Rude and Ziggler
1: came out straight away after. Yeah. And uh, while their music was playing, uh, Miz and Morrison attacked the New Day. While they turned around to see who was coming on the ramp, mm. uh, and then the Usos get in the ring to try and save the New Day. And suddenly, Rude and Dolph are just kind of standing at ringside. Yeah. And then it's an ad break. And then yeah, when then we come it, back, Michael, it's Rude and Ziggler uh, versus the Usos. Cole says, "Oh, and it's, the it's the
0: Usos against Rude and, and Ziggler." I thought, "Oh, that was," but that didn't set that up. Yeah, I know. It was really weirdly uh, done. It would be one of those things that was. That would have been decided before the show, and we just didn't know that it had been probably booked before the show. Yes, totally. Um, Uh, But
1: yeah, I I think this does make sense because what I think this is going to lead to is Miz and Morrison winning the tag titles off of Kofi and Biggie at Super Showdown, and then their first challengers will be the Usos. I'd be very surprised. Which would be great.
0: If they didn't win them, yes, it would me be a too. very yes. strange move not to not yeah. have Morrison win it straight away. Yeah. Uh,
1: so we had the match of Rudin Ziegler Ziggler versus the Usos. This mm-hmm. was quite a competitive match. It was quite fun. Um, there was a couple of really big spots and near falls towards the end. There was the big splash that got countered with Dolph's knees, and he did a quick roll up, which I liked, he kicked uh, out of.
0: I like the uh, the double Rikishi spot or mm-hmm. the uh, the <laughs> the double. <laughs> you can't do it. The double. Double ass battery. That's bad. <laughs> I wrote this one that's this ju- morning. That's just bad. And I thought, that's really funny. <laughs> I just kept laughing to myself. Uh, just it, bad. Double ass batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, the, he kicked out of a zigzag as well, which mm-hmm. was good. Uh, and then they managed to win with double super kick and a splash.
0: So the Usos I mean, pick up the I mean, win. Robert Roode has taken every pin in this feud. So, like even when he wasn't on TV, I would, would half surprised he wasn't running in, just going, <laughs> "I'm unsuspended for a white like ten seconds." Let he me lie like, down. Uh, <laughs> and then just yeah, he takes the splash in all of these. Yeah. Um, um, so, and yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss is backstage after that. Who's she with, Pete? She's with Nikki Cross. What is? <laughs> and Nikki Cross. Remember, you've got your match later, Alexa. It's going to be great and you better win it, otherwise you're not going to go to Super Showdown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is exactly what she said. Um, And Alexa's just saying she's going to win the match. Yeah, no, but she then says, she says like, oh, I've got to be, what, I'm going to be twisted or something like that? Yeah, she
1: says you don't become the first ever Raw and Smackdown Women's Champions, or first ever double Raw and Smackdown Women's Champion Mm. if you don't have something twisted up your sleeve or something. Yeah.
0: Alexa Bliss, heel turn, although I thought, or, can you turn heel if you are a heel like three weeks ago already? She's been a face for a while now. Uh, sort of. Yeah.
1: But also, I think they just said that because the finish was called the Twisted Bliss. That is probably why they said yeah. it. Um, and then after that, there was a video recap of uh, Baron Corbin being covered in dog food. See, I wasn't here week. for this. Yeah. That
0: didn't look like dog food. I've, I've no. seen dog food in my no, life, and that looked—it's like gravy. A, it looked like a chili.
1: Yeah. 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 A gravy
0: or a chili or something. It
1: definitely wasn't dog food. Yeah. Uh, but then Corbin doesn't like the fact that they played that video no, package. Not so at he all. goes to the video production truck and there just happens to be a camera following him doing this. Mm. Uh, as he marches into the production truck and he says, who played that video? And the guy in the corner just puts yeah. his hand up and he goes, huh? You're, you're just doing your job, huh? And the guy's sitting there just not saying anything. He's like, so you're just doing your job, huh? And then he throws him down the stairs out of the production truck. Johnny Sins comes in for the save. Who is that guy?
0: Because I keep uh, seeing him and
1: people keep mentioning him. Yeah, name. people ke- uh, kept correcting me. I don't know, mm. but it's it's someone that's for sure. The big bald man goes, "No, stop it, Baron!" Baron goes, I mean, "All right." I, I thoroughly enjoyed this guy's selling of being thrown down the stairs. By the way, mm. when he wasn't selling being in pain or anything or knocked no. out or anything, he, he was looking at going, him just like, oh, why, "Why, Baron? Why, why are you doing this? Stop it!" Yeah. And that was his sell, which is great. It's not the last time on this show that someone is going to sell something in a really weird way. We'll come on to that later. Mm. Um, Corbin walks off after that, uh, which I I thought it was fine. I I liked the character of Corbin just being like, hey, screw you, video production man. Don't make me look bad. Which again would really lend itself to not continuing the Reigns feud.
0: He should have a feud with that guy.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine. I'd be totally okay with that. Uh, Elias is in the ring next. He's doing a song. And uh, Cesaro and Sami Zayn interrupt just as he's getting into it. And he yeah. said, it's not nice when you when you get interrupted. And Elias is like, well, let's be real. In the last, like, two and a half years, it's a miracle if I don't get interrupted. Yes. Um, but then Sami Zayn says, well, it, shut up. It's not good when you interrupt me like you did it last yeah. week.
0: Here's Cesaro. You're going to fight Cesaro, him Here's
1: Cesaro. Fight him. You're going to
0: pay. Mm. And uh, Elias won. <laughs> he did win. Although there was a really stupid spot in this match. Mm. So... Uh, Elias gets thrown onto the ropes. Yes. And uh, then the referee goes, oh no, Cesaro, you can't hit him now, he's on the ropes. Sami Zayn comes past and like, twats him on the face. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, okay, Cesaro's gonna take advantage of this. He just puts him in a chin lock and I was like, (laughs) ah, that's not how you capitalise on your friend (laughs) punching, I've never seen that before. Because normally that goes into like a near fall or a finisher. He's like, oh great, he's weakened. (laughs) <laughs> now just... I can do my rest hold. I've got him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't like the elbow drop as a finisher. Nor do I particularly. Uh, especially when it's on Cesaro, who shouldn't be being pinned by an elbow drop. Correct. I uh, much prefer the drift away. Yes, same, at least but that that's Nikki move. Cross's finisher now. That is, so. and she'd be very cross if he <laughs>
1: stole it. Uh, but Cesaro is a very good wrestler and there's some spots in this match, some amazing uppercuts and that great suplex he does from mm-hmm. the apron to the ring, which was awesome. Yeah, He's
0: great, and but Elias won. Sammy bits when Elias got thrown out, he just kind of ran up to Elias going. He's great. He's all great, but unfortunately it's not going anywhere.
1: And then they show... Goldberg is getting ready mm. for his appearance on SmackDown. Except, what's that? He's getting mic'd up for an interview
0: because live by a satellite. Because he's at home. Where does he live? Like, how would, it, how far would it have to be for Texas him to? Texas or something. Uh, Bill Goldberg is from uh, where he's from Oklahoma. Doesn't mean that's where he lives, though. No, it's not that far. He was too. born in Tulsa, Oklahoma. No mm. no, Who wasn't? You know I mean? uh, but no, so he he wasn't there. Which no. Was, Incredibly misleading. Totally. Because at no point in this week did we s- did it anywhere say via satellite. No. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty across the news, and I think I would I think I would, like would have spotted this if it had happened. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. So did they not have it a It was budget? really weird. Did he last minute? Was his son feeling poorly or yeah, something? Yeah, no. But he wasn't it's- there. It's
1: really misleading to say Goldberg's going to be on Smackdown, guys. Because I bet you that San Jose
0: crowd were not happy I also about bet not you, seeing him. As soon as that happened, the viewership went, all right, screw that then, I'm not watching <laughs> the show Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a big drop in the viewership as soon as people realise that yeah. he's... And sort of being mic'd up. And they were like, all right, so wh- have you got anywhere in your house we can film? It? Yeah, between these two cars and in front of these <laughs> weight machines. Because I, I keep my weight machines... Next to my car. Next to the cars. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, But, but um, uh,
1: yeah, but I, I think one of the most exciting things about seeing Goldberg, when someone says, oh, you're going to see Goldberg in the show, go, oh, mm. I get to see the entrance. That's yeah. so cool. Uh, and they, they they don't they do not do it. The first thing you see of Goldberg is
0: him sitting mm. there going. Oh, I would have loved it if yeah, they'd done me. it in his own house. You just see him coming out like the bathroom or something. He just <laughs> whacks his head on the door. <laughs> and then they just... I don't know, he comes out and go sort of stands there for a bit while someone has got like a vape (laughs) going. He goes, (sighs) (sighs) kicks and punches. Uh,
1: Anyway, I thought that was really misleading. I hated it. Um, But then they said he was coming up next, but after an ad break, it's Baron Corbin instead. No, we had the XFL
0: advert first. Oh, did we? Okay. And if you want to know more about the XFL, head over to our Instagram where you Mm. will find out who... All us in the office are following in the XFL. We all drew teams yesterday. We all drew teams up the Roughnecks. D- Dallas? And Dallas Renegades. Is it? Houston Rough? Houston Roughnecks. Whatever, Texas is Texas, isn't it?
1: L.A. Wildcats for yeah. this boy. Meow. Rawr, um, so yeah,
0: head out to wrestletalk.official and you can check out. Um,
1: because the XFL starts today with a match. You know what else starts today? More importantly, what? the Overwatch League. Can't wait for it. Mm. Anyway, um, Corbin comes out instead of Goldberg and he says a bunch of rubbish about the crowd having to bow down to him and listen to him because he's the king and it was really long and overdone and he says he needs one more match with roman reigns Mm. my next note after he says that is for f's sake jesus stop feuding you've been feuding for months and it's finished just stop please god
0: he does get some good heel heat, however. I don't um, care! I don't
1: care about his heel heat. It's bad heat. I hate he him. I don't hate him. He's fine.
0: The Super Bowl results, obviously, Kansas uh, City, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. whatever the names are.
1: What's it called? <laughs> For- San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they
0: lost to the yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, there we go. Thirty-one twenty. 31-20. Um, and you yeah. just said that because you wanted to show off that you know the Super Bowl result. I knew the score. Up the football. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that was cool because, like, that is something that people really care about and you could tell exactly, that they care about yeah. that. Uh, and then he kind of walks over to a fan who's sort of shouting at him and pours um, soda on his head. I reckon it was cheap pop. I reckon it was water.
1: It was cheap pop. Water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, it, but I'm not doing it. Uh, and and boo. this guy, this guy Baron goes,
0: oh! Oh,
1: what are you doing, Baron? Um, Who's definitely a real fan. Anyway, this brings out Reigns and he beats up Corbin a little bit. Yeah. And then he Corbin says runs away. Corbin, you coward. i give you one more match, but it's going to be inside a steel cage. Because that will stop interference entirely. Yes. Because you can't get into a hey. steel cage. Hey. We said they should do a steel cage. In kayfabe, they should
0: do a steel cage for the Royal Rumble. We did say so that. So at least they're so well doing done.
1: something that makes sense.
0: Um, the steel cage, which you can't get into unless you ask the referee nicely. Can Open I the get door. out or in? <laughs> um, um, yeah. So yeah, that's a steel cage match made
1: for Super Showdown, which he's let that be the end of the feud. Um, and then we actually finally get Goldberg live via satellite. Um, and he says, uh, you know, I was watching the Royal Rumble and it gave me the itch. Um, Brock Lesnar's tied up with Ricochet and Drew McIntyre, which is cool. Uh, but what about the Universal Championship? And then Firefly Funhouse uh, interrupts. Bray White's doing a little news shtick. The Firefly Funhouse news. And he's saying that word on the street is that you are you want to challenge the Fiends. William
0: Goldberg. William which Goldberg, like.
1: which is great. Uh, and he says, you, word on the street is that he wants to challenge The Fiend for the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. And The Fiend accepts, accepts gets all yes. serious when he says it, it's great. Uh, and uh, and then he tries to do a bit more of the mind game stuff. And Goldberg's just like, I don't so, I, I don't care about your mind game stuff.
0: No. On WrestleTalk.com, great website. Um, right. Great website. We, or oh we, Louis did a list the other day, which mm-hmm. was five people who should face or could face Goldberg in mm-hmm. at Super Showdown. And his number one was The Fiend. Right. And I reprimanded him mm-hmm. <laughs> for saying, that's stupid. That, what, that That's like the last person I ever want to see. Not saying this was a bad list, but I was like, no, that's just, why would they do that? It's really dumb. Mm. Because either Goldberg's got to lose, or, or Goldberg's going to be the universal champion. Yep. It's going to a non-finish, isn't it? No. You think, think Goldberg's taking the loss? I think Fiend's winning, yeah. Well, okay. I'm hoping Who that was the Fiend's last, winning. I suppose Brock was probably the last person to kick out of Jack spear Yes. Yeah.
1: I'd love for Fiend to know... Well, not not to no-sell a Jack spear mm. but to kick out of it and to do, like, the quick stand-up spot after after taking Jack Hammerspear. I think that'd be fun. I think this could be a fun match if it's booked right. However, I don't think this match should happen at all. No. Because... All of The Fiend's feuds have been really like steeped in the history of Bray Wyatt and the lore of this character that he's built, and all of like the feuds that he's used to have, and this just feels like, I don't know, yeah. Goldberg! This
0: is happening because of Saudi Arabia. This totally. The only reason this is happening.
1: 100%, yeah. So I, I really don't like the fact they're doing it, but hey-ho, Goldberg says he's next and walks off, and then Bray Wyatt goes, let me in, and that's the end of the segment.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> sure, whatever. And um, you, they, then they go to Daniel Bryan, who is very sad because yes. he lost at the Royal Rumble. Hey man, it's psychologically taxing. It is psychologically taxing. Well, when you it, face to, the to, uh, If I've been whacked with a leather strap for a long time, I mean, normally that takes me at least an evening to get over. Mm, totally. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's backstage watching a TV
1: face on. He's not watching it at an angle. What, yes. Wh- what? What? Ha- mm. w- Heathen! This is how you watch a TV. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Uh, uh, but anyway, Heath Slater comes in, of all people, and says to Daniel Bryan, hey, man, you're an idiot for doing a strap match at Royal Rumble, basically. He didn't actually say that, but he said, hey, man, I just wanted to check up and you make sure you're okay. I mean, you know, I don't know why you do a strap match. That was, yeah. a, that was a weird thing to do. It was kind of stupid, really, but just wanted to check you're okay. And Daniel Bryan is saying, yeah, I, I get what you mean. How about we have a match right now? And then he walks off and Slater's yeah. like, Oh Uh-oh. damn! Oh, <laughs> and uh, and then we have that match next, which is Daniel Bryan versus Heath Slater. This was probably my favourite part of the show. Mm. Heath Slater doesn't get a single move. in. No,
0: not at all. Uh, we, which is yeah. fair. As I said earlier, was the only person ever to not counter the final yes kick. That's not true. Bryan's no. hit it plenty of no, times. No, no, no. I know, but like, what usually happens is he misses it the first time, and then does it again later on. He's hit it plenty of times. Never, don't check, but he's never ever done it. I can but probably give you three examples off the top of my head. Heath, he was, Heath was killed,
1: basically. Heath was murdered in this match, which was great because the crowd was so into Bryan when he came out, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, doing proper babyface uh, motivations and all that. And then the match starts, he murders Heath Slater, really like aggressive Daniel Bryan, taking out all his frustrations on him. He hits the running knee on him and then goes, nope. And then grabs Heath Slater's hands and starts stomping on his face. And the crowd who were like super into Daniel Bryan suddenly went like, oh, that's- Now he's being mean. Oh no, do we cheer him? Do we boo him? It was really, really good character work, and it shows like the darker side of Daniel Bryan. Has the fiend changed him again? Like,
0: can you see another Bryan heel turn?
1: I mean, it's possible. If anyone can do it, Bryan can. I don't know whether this is just like he's just entering his slightly darker face to gout
0: his frustration. I I really like the spot. Like he puts him in the the bell lock, but the referee's like, "Stop!" He's like, he's it already. Basically, just stop it. He's
1: already dead. Exactly.
0: Uh, It was literally that meme. So Yeah. uh, yeah, no, it was a really cool segment. Yeah, it was great. I I love the character work. uh, Unlike most things on the show, I'm actually interested to see what happens next.
1: Absolutely, yes. Uh, We then, after that, get a quick recap of Braun winning the Intercontinental title. Mm -hmm. Uh, Renee Young interviews Braun in the ring. I've missed Renee Young. I know, she's great, I want to be my babysitter. She's so wholesome. She's great. Uh, And she's asking about Braun winning the title. For some reason, Braun can't look at her when he's responding. He just looks off, kind of, in the middle distance. It's like me having to
0: talk to you. It's kind of like like that.
1: Yeah, but you can look at me, though, even dra- if you're looking down. You I'd can rather still not. Look Pete. Me. Well, I'm sorry. You never look at me. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. And then he he just says it. the good thing about this is that Braun is treating the Intercontinental title like it's really important and he's saying, you know, this is the biggest achievement in my career. This is something that, you know, I'm going to cherish kind of thing. Mm. I, it makes the IT title feel a little bit more important, which is nice. Uh, But then he gets uh, interrupted by Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sami Zayn says they demand a rematch because it was a fraudulent win or whatever. So championship rematches aren't a thing unless they're a thing. Um, And then uh, Braun says he's happy to fight whenever, wherever. Yeah. Uh, And Zayn says, yeah, we will have a rematch, but not tonight. And he's going to be possibly, yeah. Uh, They're going to use all their resources for this match. And then the Revival come out. Because they're heels. And they attack Braun from behind. And then Braun starts to fight back, but eventually gets taken out by a couple of keen chassis. So Nakamura stands towards the end of the segment. That was... That was fine. fine. Yeah, it was fine. Um, (laughs) Oasis is getting ready for his date next week with Mandy Rose. Uh, like there was a video montage of him trying to get ready. There was a little bit of him trying to work out and get buff. Mm. There was him uh, putting on a little bow tie and Tucker's like, no, 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 you need a suit. And he put on like this little blazer Mm. and then Tucker ripped off the arm. So he's got like a blazer vest thing. It was cool. Uh, Him trying to eat a steak. He just grabs it and Tucker's like, no, no, no. He needs to use knife and fork. I I did hear that. I'm just not acknowledging it. And uh, even though I did just acknowledge it by doing that, and um, yeah, and then but then the 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 ending joke was Otis stood up from the table and the table flipped over because he's big. Yes. And then he goes, "I'm ready." Yeah. Okay. I, like it was good and it was funny. I just felt like it could have been so much better. I wanted yeah. like a full like suit fitting with Tucker.
0: I wanted a whole montage like, I kind of wanted a montage with music. Yes. Like a sort of slow motion him sort of. Yeah, training yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Maybe like practicing kissing on like a picture of Manny. Exactly,
1: right? yeah. That Things like that thing. would have been so, like that would
0: have been great. And yeah.
1: this this was good. This was funny, but I just feel like they could have hit a home run with someone who's as funny as Otis. Mm. This could have been a home run segment and it wasn't. No. Um but I'm still very much looking forward to that segment next yes. week. Uh Sheamus is out next. He broke kicks the hell out of Apollo Crews almost immediately almost immediately about 20 seconds into the match and then shorty g comes out to save apollo cruz and then sheamus bro kicks him
0: as well yeah so sheamus just keeps winning this feud little men are what was that accent little men are no uh challenge for him basically pretty much yeah he proved that so uh what what's the point of this feud i don't what what is next for sheamus is what i want to know i I mean i imagine he'll be doing Two on one handicap next week against Shorty and uh, and Apollo Cruz, and then finally we got the main
1: event, which was a Mm. fatal four way women's match to determine the number one contender for Bailey's SmackDown Women's
0: Championship. Because we didn't see them. Yep, three of them Um, didn't get an entrance. Only one did, which was Naomi, with her glow behead so bad um you've done so many of them today and none of them are good they are they're very good um but yeah no and i thought okay well naomi's obviously winning this yes but then when i found out that i've actually i had actually found out before i watched that it was going to be a, in saudi arabia and as soon as well, i saw that i thought naomi's not winning this match is it in saudi arabia that's the thing because they, the they don't mention
1: it anywhere on this show that it's going to be at super showdown Uh, And it's only been on, like, press releases and things that could have mistakes on. It could be
0: one of those things where they are pretty sure it's going to happen Mm -hmm. at Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But they don't want to say it in case... In case they have to cancel it. Whatever the name is. uh, The Prince person in in Saudi Arabia. Suddenly goes, no, I don't want this. I don't want it, yeah. Um, Yeah, I have a theory about the winner of this, why she won it. But you can carry on. Yes. So...
1: Uh, yeah, the match itself was okay. Uh, Naomi was very dominant through mm-hmm. the vast majority. Of it. it looked like kind of a star out of the four of them. Uh, I mean, that's
0: because she is really she is she kind of is, is the yeah. best wrestler by a long way out of those four.
1: That's true. Yeah, uh, Bailey was on the outside by the commentary table. She's getting the mm. hometown hero welcome because it is a hometown Son of San Mose. Jose. Uh, and uh, it, it it was a fine match. There were some really cool spots from Naomi throughout. I thought Dana Brooke
0: had a ba- 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 ba-
1: did she now? Dana Brooke hit a Batista bomb. She did, Yeah, which was which, cool. Which was yeah. quite fun. Yeah. Uh, there was a Twisted Bliss attempt from Bliss. Naomi got the knees up. She hit the rear view, which is a terrible move, which by I the way. Which forgot was her move. It's awful. Uh, she hits a rear view onto Bliss. Uh, but then out of nowhere comes Carmella, mm. hits two super kicks onto Naomi, and then just wins. She just pins yeah. Naomi and wins. Um, which was surprising. And you know what? I've seen a lot of people be like, why wouldn't you give Naomi the win? and they're very confused because Naomi had the, the face-to-face with Bayley last week and she's just returned at the Royal yeah. Rumble. It's a great time for her to win and capitalise on that momentum. I don't mind Carmella winning because...
0: You can delay the Naomi feud.
1: You can delay the Naomi feud. They're still building her as a star. She was very dominant in the match and it looks like they're going to use her at either Elimination Chamber or Wrestlemania. And I think that this... It's good to have surprising results mm. because if we knew that Naomi was going to win, it would have been kind of a foregone conclusion. Yeah. And it's it would have been another factor of SmackDown just being boring and repetitive and very predictable. Uh, but this actually surprised me, which is what we want to see from SmackDown. You want to have like surprising mm. winners. It was like when you had the uh, the triple threat on Raw with Ricochet and Bobby Lashley and the other one that was in it. Oh, I've forgotten now. Seth. Seth, yeah, to face Lesnar. And then yeah. Ricochet won it, which yeah. was great. It's a surprising result that you, that you kind of go, oh, that's cool. Uh, I felt the same about this. Yes. I thought, my, yeah, Ka- yeah, Carmella winning my, is fine.
0: My theory, right, mm. is that the Saudi Prince was was been told, like oh, we've got to do a women's match again. Mm-hmm. Here are, so here's the champion. She's going to be having the match. And yeah. here are four women who could face. And he goes, no, no, no. And then he gets sent a picture of Carmela wearing literally money on her thing. And he's mm. going, well, obviously her. <laughs> she's she's covered in money. And then he sees a clip of her we going, like Mella money. is money. And he's like, Well, yeah I want I want that one she's money um we we can uh, we can just pay Vince with her we can just go thank you here you go again (laughs) so yeah I reckon that's what happened uh immediately
1: after Carmella wins Bailey runs into the ring delivers a headlock driver (laughs) yeah all the the while Carmella Carmella. looks
0: thrilled by the way even when she's in this move she's going I've won the match I've had a match and I've won it which was funny. Um, um, but then after it. it,
1: this was the second weird sell of the night. Mm. Bailey hits her new finisher, this thing, the headlock driver thing. Which is so, rubbish, by the way. She, <laughs> she rolls out the ring with her title, stands on the ramp, holding it up. And Carmella just gets up to being like, I, wh- Why would you do that? Come, I th- come on, that's not...
0: Fair? Why is Bailey incapable oh. of thinking of a good finisher? She's a perfectly good wrestler. Why does she keep thinking of I rubbish mu- finishers? I much prefer this headlock driver to the Bailey to Belly. Much prefer it. It's much better. I don't know. I prefer. What other moves does she do? The elbow drop? Yeah, I'd almost prefer the elbow drop.
1: Headlock driver's better. But they still haven't given it a name she's been using it for like three months still hasn't got a name yet
0: mm. uh
1: anyway it was weird uh, but Carmella versus Bailey possibly happening at Super Showdown uh, yes overall for this show I thought it was pretty boring uh two out of five it was yeah it was nice to not have Corbin and Reigns open or close the show thumbs up for that I like the women's stuff the Goldberg stuff was an absolute farce I don't get how they can get away with advertising that and then not deliver mm. Miz and Morrison stuff was great the Otis stuff was fine uh, but no fuse can ever end and it's getting really boring and repetitive. Come on Smackdown. You can do better than that Yeah, two out of five. Smackdown are for me So I have an email here, but before we get into it you mentioned on the intro that I'm not feeling too stray. No, why is that Pete? Because we went to the pub yesterday. Why is that
0: Pete? Because we drank a lot So. No, no, but why did we go to the
1: pub? Because we were celebrating Adam becoming part of the He's part sport. of the
0: team. Yeah. We played Smash Up. We did. Ollie won by one point. And we I have did. to say, I'm pretty upset about that. Why? Because Adam had the choice of either letting Ollie win or mm-hmm. letting me win. Because he he had the power he had that five mm-hmm. point card. He had that card, yeah. And if he'd put it on one place, I would have won, but he put it on the other place, Ollie mm-hmm. won. And yeah, I came and second won. by one point. You know why you did it though? Because Ollie got him pizza. No, because you decided to brown nose him. I
1: know. And it didn't work. Well, I know. That's exactly why he did it. Specifically because of you, so it's your own fault, really. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, we, we drank a lot and we did a lot of games. We went to, um, to Four Quarters, which has a lot of arcade machines and all sorts of stuff. So, mm. yeah, we spent a lot of time playing Crazy Taxi. That was a, that was a time. I'd gone by, You'd I'd, gone by that point, I, yeah. big,
0: Pulling back the curtains, fans. I live very far away from the office. You so, do. Uh, for me to stay late, I would have had to sleep. On a bench mm. next to the uh, river, I think. So um, exactly, yeah. I, had to, I always, I always have to leave it early, but um, hopefully not for too much longer.
1: Yes, um, but uh, yeah. So I'm slightly hungover today, but hey ho. <coughs> Let's get into this email mm. uh, from Hector, who says, "Hey, Russell Talk Crew, Chupa, 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 and El Facador That's not my name. Come on, whoever your name was, Hector. Hector." Uh, went to NXT live Friday night, it was a good show. For the first time I saw Keith Lee and he was awesome. Nice. I can see why you guys love to bask in his glory. Uh, the crowd was hot and loved everything about it. I was wearing my Kenny the Cleaner shirt, like a mark. <gasps> uh, was getting two sweets left and right. It's a great time to be a fan of of, uh, of the wrestling. Anyway, SmackDown is coming in two weeks to Phoenix, Arizona, and if I get good seats, I'm taking my dance, chopper, dance, sing, sing the, w- hmm. Taking my dance, do- chopper dance, sing the world to see. Taking my dance, chopper dance.
0: I mean, I know exactly Song? what it means. Song for the world to see. I'm just not going to tell you what he means. Um, but I don't know. I I I always kind of envy people who are brave enough to just walk up to other people and do two sweets, even if it has a, is at a wrestling show when everyone yeah. knows what it means. Yeah. Like I've seen people in, like. When I've been in, sh- in like shops and things like that, wearing like a undisputed era shirt or mm-hmm. a Finn Balor shirt, I'm yeah. thinking, nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because if I yeah. walk up to them and it just happens that they're wearing a shirt but they don't actually know what it is, yeah, and yeah. I go, hey, too sweet with a little hand sign, they're going to go, leave me alone, yeah. Um, so yeah, good on you for uh, doing that. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Um,
1: Anyway, they, they continue to say uh, I really love the content, mostly the podcast. Oh. I can listen uh, to you guys talk all day. Uh, anyway, just wanted to say hi and let you guys know I really appreciate the time and effort you guys put into all of this. Keep up the consistent consistency. talk's number one fan Hector, Ooh, face. that's a big claim! It is Hector. a big claim. Number Have you one met fan. Me, yeah, I was gonna
0: say. Um, well, I've got an email as well. Oh, great! From our uh, prolific emailer mm. and get betterer, Jonathan Hedman, uh, who a is headmaster. on a wonderful course of losing so much weight mm-hmm. that it's um, truly unfair. Um, <laughs> unfair? But as you'll see, he has nearly lost 100 pounds. That's um, absurd. But let's have a look. Hello Andy, I hope you are doing well. Not Chopper. How dare you. Um, the weight loss is going fantastic so far. I would probably say fantastically, but whatever Jonathan. Um, I was at the gym today and ran into a bunch of guys who looked to be wrestlers, but I didn't ask. They had all the stereotypical wrestler build. I didn't ask because I was more concerned with my lifting and nobody looked familiar. Just a bunch of Tony Nice and Finn Baylor looking dudes. Baylor he said he's put a y in it okay there's only one n in the in the fin come on Jonathan. Um, living near Full Sail and the WWE Performance Center I wouldn't be shocked if it was anyway I'm within 10 pounds of having lost 100 pounds I'll be sure to send a pic or it doesn't count when I reach that goal that's amazing I don't know what my ultimate goal is but when I but I'll know when I get there. No news to report on the job search yet, except it isn't at all like the movies when it comes to getting a job. Mm-hmm. Anyway, take care and I'll write again when I hit the hundred pounds lost, Jonathan the Headmaster headman. Well, that is fantastic It news. is.
1: Thank you very much for the email, Jonathan. And yeah, that's amazing, amazing work. Have so I, I told up, you
0: my massive people walking into somewhere I was story? No. Um, so, I went to university in Cardiff, uh, uh-huh. which is in Wales. Um, and if you don't know, Wales are very keen on their rugby. Mm. And it was the autumn, and during the autumn there was a thing called the Autumn Internationals, where, like, t- the international teams play each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and my gym at the time, yes, I went to the gym, you can you believe it? Uh, Crazy. Was at a local hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just walked into the lift to go up to the gym. And as the door was closing, I just heard her go. someone go, oh mate, can you hold that? So I pressed the open doors button. In walk these three giant people, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm pretty sure I recognize these guys. I'm not gonna say anything. But I have never, it turns out they were like the biggest guys in the Fijian national rugby team. Oh Jesus. And they're like six for eight, broader than I am yeah. tall. I've never felt so small in my life. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously they walk into the gym. I kind of hung back for a bit because I didn't want to walk into the gym after them. Because I, I don't know what I looked like uh, coming after them, <laughs> but uh, probably like an idiot. Um, and uh, the New Zealand national rugby team, the All Blacks, once mm. walked into my local Nando's. Unfortunately, I wasn't there, but a couple of my friends were because oh, it was during shame. the World Cup. I imagine they would have ordered eight chickens each or something like that, so good day <laughs> Probably, for Nando's. Yeah. The Nando's, speak- this is my Andy world problem. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is what we need. The, At Datsun world problems. The Nando's in Guildford, where I live, yeah. has closed down for a week. Okay. And no one can go to Nando's. It has been on regional news all week. Like Every day there's an update on when the Nando's gonna open? When's the Nando's gonna reopen? Guildford is so much less cheeky, and it's terrible. <laughs> Not that I go to it very often, but it's one of those things you walk past it and go, "Huh, Nando's is closed. Where are where are all the seventeen and sixteen year olds going to go on first dates now?" Oh my god!
1: So it's closed for a week, and Guildford goes crazy.
0: It's. I mean, can you imagine if like every Greg Greg's closed in Newcastle? People would starve, Pete.
1: Mate. There's like 20 million Greggs in Newcastle, yes. so they'd imagine, be fine. Imagine
0: if they all closed.
1: Why would they? You're talking about one branch of Nando's. What if,
0: what if Greggs went out of business? Greggs, for the American listeners, is a uh, local bakery store. Yes, they sell pastries and things. Yes, Pete used to work there. I did. Um, yeah, but can you imagine if that went all out of business? Greggs went out of business. That's so d- different than Nando's closing People for a would week. People die, Pete. Yeah, that's different than a, a one restaurant
1: closing for one week.
0: Guildford, Guild, Guild, Surrey, whatever it's called, Royal Surrey Hospital in Guildford has been inundated with people with, a, with just like a lack of chicken. <laughs> people running in there, crawling in, asking for chicken because they, 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 they are, it's a peri perilous situation. Oh, that's bad. And I don't know what to do. Not that I've been there in about. Two years. Exactly. <laughs> I go to the one in Westfield with Jesus my lovely Christ. lady. Who, by the way, um, she probably annoyed at me if I this. She's not listening. She herself has lost about 10 pounds. So oh, really? I'm very proud That's of her. That's great. Yeah. Um, and she's rubbing my face because I said I would try and gain weight. She's and rubbing happened. your face? No, rubbing it in my face. That's that she not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's <laughs> rubbing her weight loss in my face <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because she's like, I've lost weight and you haven't. And I'm like, it's. I have to eat like 2,000 more calories a day than I Just normally do. Just do it, mate.
1: Eating's fun. Just eat it's more. It's not. I get Just very more. ill if I eat too much. Yeah, it's fine. Just eat more. Yeah, mm, it's totally fine. Anyway, that's probably all the time we've got uh, for this episode of the, uh, of the SmackDown WrestleTalk podcast. Uh, stay tuned because we're going to be coming back on Tuesday with the Raw podcast as well. And uh, we're not going to be doing live reactions for TakeOver Portland for next Sunday. Uh, but we will be doing a review of it uh on the monday. So stay tuned for that too. Thank you very much for listening everyone and we'll see you soon. Love you all. Goodbye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.